It is officially betting odds season. We are at the point in the year where FanDuel has started putting out their odds for World Series winner, division winner, league winner, individual awards, etc. We're going to see where the Tigers fall into all of those all today on Locked on Tigers. You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Tigers. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Monday, February 6th, 2023. Thank you for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Okay, welcome back. Hope everybody had a fantastic weekend uh, and is getting ready for a fantastic week. This is the last week that this show will be at three episodes a week uh, and starting next week. How many times can I say week? Starting next week, we will be back to five episodes a week. So there you go. Very fun stuff. Baseball season right around the corner. Pitchers and catchers will start reporting early next week. And then by the end of the week, we should have... Uh, close to the entire rosters there. Obviously, with World Baseball Classic, there's some uh, going to be some some in and out for the Tigers. It's really just uh, Javi and Miggy, I think, is pretty much it. But uh, regardless, baseball season right around the corner. Today, we are going to be talking about some of the odds that are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook and see where the Tigers fall into play, what Vegas thinks about the Tigers and some of the individual players in regards to individual awards and such as well. Uh, it's There's nothing groundbreaking in here. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you that Spencer Turnbull is like a plus 500 to win the Cy Young or that the Tigers are, are minus money to win the AL Central or anything. But I think it still very much is a fascinating conversation. And that's why we're going to talk about it today. All right, cool. So let's start with, and we won't only stick to the Tigers either. I I know that I've had some people, uh, you know, comment or ask questions about my my opinion of kind of the the league and branching out into to more. We'll always be Tiger centered, and and that's what the the show is about. But uh, we'll we'll kind of riff, as the kids say, about some of the other teams and some of the other odds that maybe jump out the page at me here too. So let's start with the big one. Okay, let's just start with, if I can find it, let's start with World Series odds, okay? Uh, The top two teams, as it stands right now on February 6th, for World Series odds, according to FanDuel, are the Astros at plus 600 and the Yankees at plus 650. Um, Look, I think the Astros, I think that's the most dangerous team in baseball, and they would be my favorite too. I'm, I'm right lockstep with that. You know, the Yankees, I don't know if I'd have them at two exactly, but they're definitely up there. The Dodgers have plus 750. They're tied with the Mets, and that's your top four. I guess top three technically because the Dodgers and Mets are tied. So uh, that's that's fine. That's about what I guess I would have. I know a lot of people are obviously big on the Mets after the big offseason. The Dodgers are the Dodgers. The Yankees are the Yankees, and the Astros are the Astros. So pretty, uh, I don't know, lockstep, pretty easy stuff. The team with comfortably, it is not even close, the worst odds in baseball to win the World Series 
is the Oakland Athletics. This is remarkable. I'm not sure I've seen this much disparity ever between 30th and 29th in the odds to win a championship, really, in any sport. I'm pretty sure the A's here are, if I can count my zeros really quickly, are plus 100,000 to win the World Series. The Nationals are the second lowest odds to win the World Series, and they're at plus 50,000. So (laughs) the Nationals, the 29th best odds to win the World Series, the Washington Nationals, the A's are double the Nats, and that's the difference between... 29 and 30 that's pretty remarkable to me that's very telling on what Vegas thinks of the Oakland A's for starters uh the Rockies at plus 30,000 then the Reds Pirates Royals Diamondbacks etc Tigers sit at plus 12,000 the one two three four five six seven eighth worst odds they're eighth from the bottom um they're tied with the Diamondbacks at plus 12,000. The Royals are right behind both of them at plus 15,000. I'm just glad we're ahead of the Royals. I think some people are forgetting, A, how bad the Royals are, and B, like the Tigers. Well, we've talked about it a lot last year. Everything that could have possibly have gone wrong did. I don't expect to be as brutal offensively as last season. So uh, I, I think – and like the Tigers aren't going to win the World Series, and neither are the Diamondbacks, and neither are the Royals. So like this, this is really just about where we fall in the ranking-wise, not like, oh, the Tigers actually have a chance or anything. But I, I do enjoy at least the fact that the Tigers are ahead of the Royals. The Orioles, who everyone was really, really high on after last season and then had a relatively quiet offseason, which I think surprised a lot of people, are a plus 10,000. Like I said, Tigers are 12,000. So the Orioles are kind of not very much better than the Tigers, which I think would surprise some people. The Red Sox at plus 5,000, only about four or five spots ahead of the Tigers. The Rangers and the Giants in that group as well. Uh, The Angels plus 4,000. Everybody likes to talk about the highest AL Central odds is the Cleveland Guardians at plus 2,500. And the Twins are at plus 3,300. So uh, there is your, oh, I forgot the White Sox. Where are the White Sox? The Chicago White Sox. Oh, they're at plus 2,500. They're tied with the Guardians. So the White Sox are have higher odds than the Twins. That's kind of surprising to me, I guess, a little bit. Um, but they definitely had a bad year last year as well and could very much bounce back. So I'm pretty fine with that. Uh, there's no AL Central team in the top, what is that, 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah. No, no AL Central team in the top 10 odds. That's good. That's nice. But I do agree that the Guardians should be at the top. I think they should be in sole possession of the top spot. I think they should have better odds than the White Sox. But uh, regardless, that, that all makes sense to me. But it's just some fascinating kind of numbers there that pop out at you for sure. Uh, like I said, Angels plus 4,000. Everybody likes to talk about the Angels because of their situation over the last couple of years. Uh, the Mariners plus sixteen hundred, I don't think is that bad. I mean that's that's pretty solid. Respect to that young and upcoming team. Padres plus one thousand, right behind the Mets there. Yeah, that, this is all pretty par for the course. I, I I'm I'm fine with all of this. I don't have any huge gripes or anything. And yeah, the Tigers at plus twelve thousand odds to win the World Series in twenty twenty three. There you go. Okay, let's talk about the league. We can talk about the American League. I know it's not going to be too much different than the World Series, but we'll talk about the league winners. We'll talk about division winning odds. We'll talk win totals. We'll talk player awards. we got a lot to go over still. 
But first, I got to tell y'all about our friends over at FanDuel because we are so excited to have them. They're the new sports betting partner for Locked On. They're the number one sports book in America. It's FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. You can download FanDuel now so you can get Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to the point spread to figure out who will score a touchdown and anything in between. The Super Bowl is the most bet on sporting event of the year. They're going to have a ton of fun props and such. So get on to FanDuel to go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. You can get the app. It's safe, secure, easy to use. And best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, everybody, welcome back here. Segment two, Locked On Tigers. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube, just like us, baby. Okay, so for league winners, it's not too much different. Uh, The New York Yankees are tied with the Houston Astros for the American League pennant. Uh, The Blue Jays right behind them at plus 750, tied with the Mariners at plus 750. Uh, The White Sox and Guardians are tied at the top for AL Central teams in that mix at plus 1,400. That means in the American League, there are 15 teams, and no one in the AL Central is in the top five odds to win the American League pennant. That's great. That's a great sign. Everyone really respects our division. You can tell. Uh, The Minnesota Twins right behind the White Sox and Guardians at plus 1,800. Angels at plus 2,000. Woof. And the Tigers have the third worst odds at plus 5,000. Then the Royals at plus 6,000. And the A's are plus 30,000. This is insanity, right? The Royals have the 14th highest odds, second worst odds to win the AL pennant at plus 6,000. The A's are plus 30K. That is insanity. Are the A's that much worse than the Royals? Like, seriously. Are the A's five times worse than the Royals? That seems impossible. And maybe that's because I don't respect the Royals currently. But, like, that seems impossible. That seems like it's not possible. That's It's insane to me how much Vegas just despises the Oakland A's. Um, Not for any wrong reason or anything. The A's are going to be in for a long year. But that is wild to me. Okay, let's get into into division winners. I think this is uh, probably the most interesting conversation we'll have here. So, For the AL Central, the Guardians and White Sox are tied at the top at plus 160. Those are pretty favorable. Plus 160 is is like, we're kind of expecting this. Guardians and White Sox, they're tied. Um, You know, I I fully expect some players on the Sox to bounce back. Absolutely. I don't expect the White Sox to have as just difficult, I guess, of a year, as controversial of a year as they did last season. However, 
I really like the Guardians. I I respect the heck out of that team. I think they have built a fantastic system with a fantastic culture. Uh, I I love their player development. It is maybe the best in baseball since the Dodgers. Like I I love what the Cleveland Guardians have done top to bottom in building their organization. I think the Tigers should try to strive to be similar to that in an end goal, except like, can you imagine like the guardians, if they spent money, I guess that would kind of just be the Dodgers. So like, there you go. But uh, I, it really, I, I do think that they've taken big steps forward. And, and so I'm of the belief that the guardians are comfortably, and we'll get into this closer to opening day as well. Uh, like comfortably the favorites in my eyes, as it stands right now to take home the AL central. Uh, I, I think they are, uh, head and shoulders above certainly the the bottom two teams and then which is us in Kansas City I think they still have a a couple of step lead on the Minnesota Twins and the White Sox are just way too big of a question mark across the board for me to put really a ton of stock and faith into them so I am still very much of the belief that Cleveland is is the team to beat in the AL Central uh, I've, I've always been a little bit higher on Cleveland than most people last year uh, I remember I was a little bit of an, on an island with that when when and I still expected the White Sox to win last year. I didn't expect what happened uh, to happen there, but I, I really like Cleveland, um, and so seeing them tied with the White Sox is a little bit of a head scratcher to me. But I, I also understand how uh, some of these are made, and and to, you know, fair enough. The Twins at plus two fifty at third. You know, the Twins as a team will also have a conversation about as we get closer and closer to the season. Uh, they certainly had a, a, a polarizing offseason with Correa and, and Pablo Lopez, etc. And I, I don't dislike the move the twin the moves the twins have made this offseason, but I, I they're definitely the third. Like they're definitely three for me. Like I I and they might finish second, but like I'm not one of those people that saw the twins offseason and went, oh my goodness, this team's making a run for the division. I, I still think they're they're a comfortable step behind Cleveland there at the top. And and I guess there's kind of a dog fight for Minnesota and Chicago to to get second, but I, I don't expect a wild card team to come out of the AL Central either. So I I expect the twins to be around kind of that like five hundred ish area that they were last year as well. I don't expect it to be too terribly different. Um, even though, again, I, I do like the moves they made and they got players with control and they're building in the right direction. They have some nice prospects coming up. Uh, I, I definitely think the Twins are something to keep an eye on going forward. But for this year, uh, I'm kind of in this boat where I'm, I'm pretty clearly have them at, at I don't know. I, I might go back and forth between two and three with them in the White Sox, but comfortably behind Cleveland, I guess is my point. Um, some other interesting ones from around the league. The AL East is just fascinating. Uh, the Red Sox and Orioles are tied for the worst odds to win the AL East. That just kind of shows you, you know, how the mighty have fallen there in Boston. But also, like, Vegas not really jumping the gun and giving a ton of respect to Baltimore, like I think a lot of people maybe expected last season. Um, so we'll see where Baltimore stands. They definitely had some huge overperformers last year. Uh, so I, I think that there's a chance that they have some regression to the mean a little bit. But they also have, like – two of the best prospects in baseball and another one that debuted last year, like three of the, the like hottest up and coming players in the sport all on their team that could take big steps forward. So uh, the, the Orioles are, are really exciting and they're a fun team going forward, but I, I don't know. 2023 is going to be a, a big test to where they stand 
exiting the rebuild, like like where they actually are. And we'll figure out if last year's second half was kind of just a random hot streak or not. Uh, Blue Jays, second in the AL East, Yankees, plus 100, comfortably first. Pretty much uh, pick them, money. Pretty much just getting what you what you put down there. AL West, the Astros are minus 200. That makes sense. I think there's only two other minus teams. Um, and so, okay, and the Astros are, are the only minus 200. So the Astros have the best odds in baseball to win their division. There you go. Vegas is most confident in Houston to win their division than any other team. Mariners, Rangers tied with the Angels. And then the A's are plus 25,000 to win the AL West. Just insane disrespect to Oakland. Uh, NL Central, the Cardinals expected to win minus 115. That's all pretty much par for the course. Brewers really the only team that's close. Cubs, Pirates, Reds in that order. Mets plus 135. Braves plus 140. Phillies plus 300. The NL East is going to be a dogfight. I cannot wait to watch all of it. I am so fascinated with the NL East. And like I like the Marlins. And the Marlins are plus 4,000. Like I don't think anyone's really expecting the Marlins to take the division or anything. But the Marlins had, a, had an exciting offseason marketing wise at least like it you know whether you agree with the moves or disagree with the moves is pretty much null they had a lot of flash and flair happen down there during the offseason and, and so they they have the potential to be kind of an exciting team as well i i am enamored with the nl east nl west the dodgers are still the favorites at minus 140 the padres are plus 140 and then giants d-backs rockies rockies plus fifteen thousand. do you understand that? they think that the rockies have twice as are twice as like no that's not right the Rockies have double the odds to win the NL West with the Dodgers and Padres in it than the A's do to win the AL West that they just <laughs> well we gotta look at that win total for the A's because I'm fascinated right now um, the, the one thing with the NL West, I'll point out, I like the Padres play here. Uh, you know, and, and that's not disrespect to the Dodgers because they are still the Dodgers. And I'm sure Trace Thompson, who's their starting center fielder, he was in the Tigers triple A system last year. He's now going to be the probably maybe the opening day starter for, uh, in the outfield for LA. And uh, they didn't really add much. People were pretty disappointed with their off season. You know, I think it's it's the Padres added a lot. I don't mind the Padres offseason. There's a couple that I think maybe were an overpay, but at the end of the day, they they ponied up and got talent. I think the Dodgers are saving money to throw half a billion dollars at Otani, and I think that's the long-term play here. But immediately, looking at 2023, I like getting plus money on the Padres ahead of getting minus money on the Dodgers. I I don't think it's that far-fetched at all to kind of assume the Padres will take the NL West. Um, uh, that that would be like probably out of all the plays here, uh, of anything we've said, I, I would say Padres at plus money to, to win their division would be one of my favorites, to be honest with you. So that's one that kind of jumped out at me. Uh, let's get into win totals. Okay, so who do I guess we'll start with the Tigers. That makes sense. I was going to say, who do we want to start with? Uh, th- this is 68 and a half wins. That's what FanDuel has. The Tigers at 68 and a half wins. Uh, they are minus 122 
to hit the over and plus 100, just getting your money back, uh, well, getting what you put down back rather, is the under at 68.5. So while the over-under is at 68.5, and that's, I, I think, pretty fair, to be honest. We talked about my expectations last week, and I said high 60s, low 70s. Low 70s, I think, is what I said, win total. So that's about what I said. But the over is also, Vegas has is the more likely. The Vegas has the over. FanDuel has the over at the minus money. So um, that, that's the over-under and and with the over at, at the minus. Look, I, I I understand that. I agree with that, to be honest with you. I think that's probably about right, right where it should be. Maybe I'd go 69 and a half, but... Uh, pretty much right where I, I think it should be. And in the same breath, they have the the over at the more likely scenario. So uh, not not too surprising for me, to be honest. Some other ones that jumped off the page, uh, Houston Astros at 97 and a half. Now, going back to the AL Central, the Guardians, they have at 86 and a half. Now, if you remember, the Guardians had the most likely odds to win the division. 86 and a half is the over under for the favorite to win the AL Central. 86 and a half. With the expanded postseason, the last wildcard team will probably win more than 86 games. That's our most, that's what FanDuel thinks of the AL Central. And you can't blame them. The White Sox, who were tied with the Guardians for odds to win the division, is at 83 and a half. We're the Minnesota Twins. 84 and a half. You just have a bunch of mid and low 80s point totals. And then you have the Tigers. And then let me find the Royals. The Royals are at 68 and a half. So you have the same over-under as the Kansas City Royals. That's your AL Central. 68 and a half, 68 and a half, 83 and a half, 84 and a half, 86 and a half. That's tough. All right. Let's get into some of these player rewards. There are some Tigers and like some down-ballot ones. So we'll talk about those. We'll do that right after I tell y'all about our friends over at Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, you have to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. I know my goal for the rest, we're into February now, for the rest of the year is still to eat a little bit healthier. But I also don't want to sacrifice like tasting good for healthy. I, I just want to find something that's both. And Built Bar is that. You have to try it. What makes it so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. Not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they are healthy. It's only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around to get a box for years we've been talking about ordering built at built.com you can still do that but now you can get them at your local walmart or sam's club go to walmart get the four bar box go to sam's club get the 13 bar box brownie churro coconut puffs etc walmart sam's club built.com check out built bar today 
What is up, everybody? Third and final segment here, Locked on Tigers. Uh, you ever have a sip of water and you're just like, dang, that was unreal. Like, this water is hitting right now. I don't know what it is. It's like the perfect, perfect temperature. Like, chilled, you know? Really good water today. Okay, let's talk about some individual awards. For the NL MVP, Juan Soto currently is the pretty heavy favorite. He's a plus 550, uh, and the second highest odds is Mookie Betts at plus 850. So he's got a pretty sizable cushion there. Paul Goldschmidt plus 950, Ronald Acuna and Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado all at plus 1,000. Heading over to the AL, Otani is a plus 220. Crazy, crazy that he's already that high in February. Aaron Judge plus 600, Mike Trout plus 800, Julio Rodriguez plus 900, uh, Jordan plus 1200. There are no Tigers at anywhere, even on the down ballots of the American League MVP. The players with the lowest odds, well, there's a lot, but it, it goes down to 20,000 plus 20,000 is the, the lowest on here. Likes of Glaber Torres. Josh Bell, Anthony Rendon, Cedric Mullins, Tim Anderson, Ahmed Rosario. Uh, those are the kind of uh, Andrew Benintendi, which is kind of whack. But uh, those are the the names that are kind of in the down ballot there. No Tigers on that list, like I said. Uh, National League, Cy Young, Sandy Alcantara, plus 500. Corbin Burns, also plus 500. And now Justin Verlander in the National League for the first time in his career, plus 700. That's weird, seeing Justin Verlander National League Cy Young odds. That feels weird. Max Scherzer, plus 800. And Spencer Strider, plus 1,000. I love Strider, man. Uh, American League Cy Young. There is some down-ballot Tigers on this. Okay, we'll start with the top. Jacob deGrom, plus 500. Garrett Cole, plus 700. Dylan Cease, plus 900. Dylan Cease, the third highest odds to win the AL Cy Young on February 6th. Rodon, plus 1,000. Manoa, plus 1,000. Otani, plus 1,200. McClanahan, plus 1,500. Uh, skipping down to the bottom, there are three Tigers on this list. Again, it goes up. It goes down, I guess, up, down, whatever, to plus 20,000, okay? And is that a 20,000 or a 200,000? 20,000, yeah, I was right. Okay, I was like, that might be another zero. So the Tigers on here, we have Spencer Turnbull at plus 20,000. We have Matthew Boyd at plus 20,000. And then we actually have a player not on the 20,000 level. We have Erod at plus 10,000. Erod shares the same odds with Chris Sale, plus 10,000. Joe Ryan, plus 10,000. John Gray, Andrew Heaney, which is insane. Uh, Nathan Ivaldi, Patrick Sandoval. Those are the plus 10,000 guys. Andrew Heaney, I have no clue how he's on the same level as the rest of the names I just said. That's preposterous. Um, but the rest of the guys, I can kind of see it. So there you go. Those are the three Tigers that are uh, making an appearance on the American League's high young down ballot odds. AL Rookie of the Year. There are no Tigers on here. Not surprising. Last year. Oh, wait, that's a lie. I just saw one. Oh, my goodness. Joey Wentz is on here. That's exciting. I didn't see that when I was doing my show prep. That's a mistake on my part. So Gunnar Henderson plus 280, pretty heavy favorite. Hunter Brown plus 750. Uh, Yoshida plus 800. Grayson Rodriguez plus 900. Tristan Cassis plus 900. Cassis is the man. Watch the Red Sox this year. Um, and then Royce Lewis plus 1200. Josh Young, brother of Jace Young, Tigers prospect, plus 1400 over in Texas as well. 
Uh, Joey Wentz is plus 6,500. He has better odds than Owen White. Um, he has better odds than Jack Leiter. Vanderbilt, uh, great from a couple of years ago. He has the same odds as Taj Bradley. He has the same odds as Emerson Hancock. That's kind of fascinating. Good for Joey Wentz, man. Heck yeah. Good for him. Anthony Vol 2,500. Bo Naylor plus 1,900. Logan O'Hop plus 1,600. There you go. Those are some of the American League Rookie of the Year odds. Uh, and then NL Rookie of the Year. Corbin Carroll, not a surprise to anyone, is the heavy favorite. Jordan Walker plus 750. For my money, Jordan Walker is the best prospect in the game of baseball. Uh, if I think that Walker is going to play enough games at the Major League level this year, that is definitely something I'm going to take a look at. Um, so, yeah, there you go. There are your odds. The only other thing I wanted to look at, and this is no longer FanDuel. This is actually an article on MLB.com. They wrote an article. Let me find the author here. Um, oh, I can't find it. Oh, Shanthony wrote it. Shanthi wrote it. My apologies on the name. Uh, has been writing quite a bit for MLB.com here. So she wrote an article about the projected home run leaders in 2023 for every team. And kind of gave like an easy answer, or not easy, but an expected answer. And then after that did like, a, oh, but dark horse, like keep an eye on, I guess, answer is, is how she wrote it. So the Tigers, Javi Baez was the prediction, which makes sense, predicted to have 22. The It says the Tigers, who didn't have a single player hit 20 home runs in 2022, are projected to have two in 2023, Baez and Austin Meadows. Then the keep an eye on pick is Eric Haas with 12. Eric Haas averaged 18 home runs in 104 games over the past two seasons, and he is likely to have a great deal of playing time. So there you go. That's just something I wanted to throw out there as well. Not odds or anything, but uh, another predictor. So thanks for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every single day. For your next listen, check on the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast okay i think that is everything yeah i think that's it we will be back on wednesday just a couple episodes left of three a week then we're at five baby pitchers and catchers only a week away uh individual player previews gonna start when we get back to five a week as well fun times fun times peace and love going to therapy's dope i'll catch you all tomorrow baby go tigers not tomorrow wednesday go tigers